Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. You're locked in. Look at what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host... I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Hi, this is Earl Oliver from Sully Finish Wrestling. This is Raj Geary with WrestlingInc.com. This is Sean Reed, boxing writer and undercover low-key wrestling fan. And you're listening to Duke Love Wrestling. Woo! You know, folks, it's really been a crazy time in pro wrestling. And this past week, it just, it's, it's like the, the entire business has been turned upside down. And hopefully we are moving in a direction for the better. I mean, you know, everyone's getting called out who has been a, a, a sexual abuser, a harasser, somebody who has been essentially painted the wrestling industry in a negative light through their negative actions, whether it be toward fans or, or really towards talents. And this is all aspects of wrestling. I mean, from wrestlers to trainers, bookers, you name it, male, female, everything in between, uh, survivors of this stuff have come out and they've spoken out about this. So now that we've torn down these systems and, and we've literally said enough is enough, where do we go from here? So I reached out to some friends of the show, some folks that I truly believe in, and, and you know, as far as I'm concerned, they're doing the right thing. What I didn't see coming was a major announcement regarding what they're doing with their independent wrestling promotion and how they're going to ensure that they maintain a safe space for wrestlers and fans to enjoy the product. Cause at the end of the day, that's what it's all about. Right? So I got my friends, uh, Thunder Rosa, you know, Mel Cervantes and, and her husband, Brian. Okay. So I'm going to talk to both of these folks, but I'm going to start off with Brian because he has a major, a groundbreaking announcement to make. And what better place to do it than here on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. So without further ado, welcome to the show, Brian. How you doing, bro? I'm doing great. How about yourself? I'm doing great. And listen, Brian, you know, you're one of my favorite people to uh, talk to on a regular basis. I really respect your, your mind and, and the way that you view pro wrestling, but not only that, life in general. You, you're truly just a, a really a breath of fresh air. You're a good person. I'm taken aback by what you're about to announce here. So I'm going to shut up and, and please, the mic is all yours. What is your major announcement regarding the promotion Mission Pro Wrestling? Well, basically, my announcement for Mission Pro Wrestling, and Thunder Rosa can explain to you more in detail later, is um, I fired myself this week. You fired yourself? I mean, I, I, what the heck does that mean, Brian? What do you mean you fired yourself? Um, basically, I'm on the market looking for a new job, you know. So, um, well, in, in all honesty, um, with all the situation that you talked about, um, the changes and 
with everyone coming out with um, all the horrible, horrible stories, I just felt it was time to um, give women a bigger platform. Um, so I decided to step down and turn the reins over to Thunder Rosa. One of my last jobs to before I um, did that, though, was to also replace myself by hiring a female booker for the promotion also, uh, Miss Robin Reed. So basically, um, Thunder and um, Robin and who else, whoever else they decide to bring in um, are taking over the promotion completely. It's just a, it's an opportunity to give them a platform to showcase women, what women can do in the business as far as um, just running a promotion, you know, give them opportunities that normally they don't get. Brian, this is a very unusual thing to do. I don't know too many people that would actually fire themselves from a successful company and, and a company that people actually feel good about. I mean, you guys have really done a great job. You've built a great reputation in the wrestling industry as quality, safe people to do business with. What is it about what's going on today that's driven you to this point? The stories, man. It's just, I mean, I've always been a huge supporter of like trying to bring intergender wrestling. You know, when I used to be the um, owner of Sabotage, I think we ran like pretty much two of the first intergender shows of all time. But then now I look back at it as like, and I'm not against intergender wrestling or against men in, in general, but I just wanted to give a, a true platform for women to feel safe in their environment. Not to say that, you know, the old, we don't include men at all. Or I mean, it's up to them if they want to include men later on and stuff like that. But I just wanted to give them the power to be able to do something that's special, you know, from operating the cameras to giving them roles in the business that they don't normally have, you know, like editing, producing. Um, we're finding out it's harder and harder to fill all these positions because a lot of women haven't been qualified in it. But um, we are trying to look and find those positions and fill those positions. So, Brian, let me ask you from a, a fan standpoint, because at the end of the day, that's what I am. Are you saying that you do not want men to consume the product, to watch the product, to to talk about it, to purchase merchandise, what have you? Are you no, telling no. male fans to stay away? No, not at all. You know, we of course we want to include men and they, they possibly will have men on the show later on and stuff like that. But we want to give them a, a solid platform to be able to showcase their talents just for once, you know, to see, you know, this is produced. The stories come from all women, you know, without any man having an influence on the storyline. One of the first things when I gave over the, the duties to my wife, Thunder, is um, the booking and, and Robin. And they started asking me questions. I was like, no, 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 no. Don't ask me any questions because all the stories, you know, from Shimmer to Shine or uh, Stardom and all these female companies always have a man at the top of it who puts his influence in too much. I want to give them the power to say, no, this is 100% all woman with the ideals to the story to the creative aspect of it, you know, without having to. I have to put my final stamp on it. Like, oh, no, you can't do that. Oh, this is wrong. No, let them run with it and let's see what they got. Folks, this is incredible. I mean, legitimately, I've never heard of this before. This is this is breaking news here. You literally have, you know, Brian Cervantes, who who is somebody who 
has been at the forefront of women's wrestling and really trying to deliver the best women's wrestling product out there and creating a safe space for everybody, wrestlers, fans, everybody, to be able to enjoy top-notch quality women's wrestling. This guy is removing himself from his own family business so that women can be officially 100% in the driver's seat, can be the ones running the show, and it's not a gimmick. It's not a joke. This is legitimately what you're going to get from Mission Pro Wrestling. It's just, it's an incredible concept, and I can't wait to see it in execution. So let's let's transition now. And Brian, uh, I thank you for you explaining that. And stick around, though, because we may need you a little later. But let's transition yeah. over to the real world champion, legitimately one of the hottest stars in pro wrestling, someone who has backed down from no challenges. She's taken some of your favorite stars to the limit. She's kicked all the asses. We're talking about the one, the only Thunder Rosa. Thunder, how you doing? Man, you put me over so hard. I don't know. I don't know how to continue. <laughs> well, I, I put you over so hard because I can't afford for you to beat me up too, you know? So I got to... Only if you pay me the right money, I'll beat you up. Okay, well, there's that too. <laughs> but but seriously, Thunder, I mean, when, when Brian brought this up, and, and, you know, I understand that we're we're kind of breaking the fourth wall here because we're legitimately talking about your husband and giving some behind-the-scenes information here, but when, when he brought this up to you, what did you think initially? I was like, bro, did it, can I think about it? After we were reading all the stories and stuff and, like, you know, just in retrospect when we were running sabotage and like we used some of these people that were accused of abuse and, and harassment and everything. Brian was like, I don't think we should, we should have any males in a locker room anymore. And you know what? I think we should have women just running the show. And I was just like, well, I think that's a pretty progressive idea. I, I don't think here in the United States, something like that has been done. I know in Japan, Marvelous is owned by a woman and uh, Sendai Girls is owned by a woman too. But I don't think it's run and, and produced by all women. And I think this is like, we will be the first ones in the United States to attempt and, and most likely succeed on, on this pretty cool adventure. I mean, I think it is time for us as, as women athletes to not only be part of a, a show like this, but, you know, and start being part of a collective and start demanding what we we deserve which is like safety which is um you know our own locker rooms like the opportunity to work in in different aspects of the business that is not necessarily in the ring or as performers i mean as a person that has worked in many different companies i always strive for more and i always ask questions and i always sat in the back with producers with with editors with everybody because i want to learn everything you know, I, when, before I started wrestling, I used to work the camera. I used to be the ring girl. I used to like put the rings together. I used to pretty much do everything from production to clean, to clean up to everything because I knew that all those skills can translate to something else. So for us to be able to, to develop, to create and to, um, and to put it in practice, I think it will be really great. 
Thunder, why Robin Reed? I mean, this, you know, she's a disciplinarian. She's somebody who's been all over the independent scene and, and just does a great job as well. What made you guys decide to bring her in to help out with this new endeavor? Well, for all the messages, I think um, she posted something on Facebook saying that she, her time in, in professional wrestling is kind of dwelling down and, um, and she wanted to have the opportunity to do more creative stuff. So uh, Brian reached out to her and asked her if she was interested in being part of the show. She worked with us before. So we know how she is as a person, you know, and uh, she's a very res- respectable, kind-hearted uh, human being. And um, I, I mean, I've seen her work in while I worked with her in while she worked in our promotion before I see her in another show. So I think she is very professional because I want to work with very professional women that are willing to, you know, kind of step down a little bit to help the new generation of women that are coming to the business to become strong, to become empowered and not to be afraid of demand and ask what they deserve as professional wrestlers. You know, Thunder Rosa, you're somebody that, I'm a big fan of, and, you know, we, we've developed a nice friendship and what have you. And I know your personal story because you shared it, not only on the show, but in private and what have you. Uh, before pro wrestling, you worked in group homes and, and helping kids and, and people with some very significant problems, you know, abuse victims and what have you. And, you know, and I take that back, not abuse victims, abuse survivors. Yes, and it was we actually worked in the same company for for a while. And then when I decided to go into professional wrestling full time, he stayed in the group homes and he worked in group homes here in Texas. So um, I know you were going to ask me a question. Go ahead and ask well, me. And, and I appreciate you pointing that out. You both come from that background. And my question to you is how, how has that worked with the group homes and, and really the individuals with these, you know, tough backgrounds how is that affecting and driving the way that you're going to run mission pro wrestling we are attempting to create a space and where our female talent and female staff and um you know if you have male staff and we have transgender or gay that they feel comfortable you know that they feel like they can be themselves in every way shape or form i don't condone you know any like a lot of the girls now because of the covid they open like only fans or like, they start doing other stuff like people need to make money, you know, and, and, and one of the things that Brian and I, we understand is that sometimes given the circumstances, people are put in, in certain situations and where they have to, you know, make a living, you know, and I feel like some of the girls um, before, like they were dance, they're private dancers, and stuff like that. And they were just like, people used to talk so much smack about them and, and just like stigmatize them and stuff. Like I want all our talent to feel comfortable with themselves as long as they're not, you know, breaking other people's boundaries. Uh, we want we want them to feel respected. We want them to feel comfortable, and we want them to like be part of something that they can learn and they can flourish as human beings. Not only as prof- like the professional professional wrestling. Professional wrestling can be taken away at any moment again because of COVID. You know, we haven't got uh, gotten out of this loop of sickness, and and they can close things down, and we are on, on you know ground zero again. But it's like the fact that we are able to like give them all their skills or offer them the opportunity to work in other, other things that they thought they probably could never do. I mean, that will open doors. And um, I mean, we're going to start on a small scale because again, I mean, uh, Brian is working really hard to like raise his money. I'm working really hard to raise money to open the, to like get equipment, to be self-sufficient. And also Jeremiah, who's uh, one of our really dear friends. Uh, we really believe in this and this is how we start. We really believe in something and we put 
all our money. We do our ex, you know, all the extra money that we can. We put it aside just to make something happen, not only for us, but for, for future generations. We've seen how we help all the girls when we open Sabotage, the first show. You know, they help us out by coming to the show, you know, spending, investing on, on themselves. And some of them were able to go to Japan, to Mexico. Uh, they, they were seen by other people. They started getting booked in, in, in California. I mean, if they remember that, maybe they probably don't remember. They don't give us credit. We don't care. At least we open doors for other people. You know, and that's the same thing that we're trying to do. We're open doors. We're open. We're trying to open their minds and we're trying to like inform our fans that things are changing in the wrestling business. And that although a lot of, a lot of the fans don't like to get into politics, this is a time where we have to get into politics and we have to be like, Hey, this is what's happening. And it's been happening for years and people have been silent because we were afraid. And I include myself of saying something because you were going to get blackballed. You know, people were not going to book you or they're going to, they were going to see you as a troublemaker. So, um, there was a lot, a lot of stuff going on. And I can tell you, uh, some of the girls, I, I noticed because working with these kids, I noticed certain behaviors that were happening and I noticed certain stuff without them telling me, I already knew they were being abused by their partners that, you know, something shady was happening. Like I have to like put, uh, some other men's in their place because, you know, they were talking to me stupid or, or they were talking about me in, in, a, in a way that I, I didn't appreciate, you know, and my, my, I mean, I've seen, I've done it. I've seen it. I've done videos on Instagram and I tell people, if you are trying to be slick and get into my DMS and you think that I am the one who's reading these DMS, I have a team of people that read my stuff before it comes to me, probably three other people read it. So I will appreciate if you don't talk to me that way. I have a son, I have a husband, you know, and my team, they don't appreciate that. You want to do business? Great. But if you don't, don't, don't come, don't come at me like that. And I feel like, you know, uh, it is time for, for a lot, for, for, for a change, you know, and, and definitely Mission Pro Wrestling is, is doing that. And then we're, uh, I'm also part of like uh wrestling collective. Uh, one of the girls, Amanda, she's from California. She's already talking to HR um, representatives and, and attorneys so we can create, um, uh, an, a, a booklet for sexual harassment and a code of conduct for different schools in the different regions of the United States. And I think this is like the first time that something like that has been ever att uh, attempted. But because this is a, a problem, a systematic problem for so long, I mean, women need to step up and be leaders. You know, not only being leaders on Twitter and putting all the stuff, like this is a time where we have to do the footwork just what, what's going to take a little longer and what's going to be, we're going to probably face some sort of, um, some people are not going to like what we have to say, you know, because this is, again, it's, this is uh, to protect men and women because both of them are being harassed and abused. Just really incredible stuff here. We're talking to the real world champion, Thunder Rosa, and, and she just, she's blowing my mind with all of this. I mean, you're going to literally develop a code of conduct with HR professionals, which schools and promotions alike can not only utilize, but, you know, have something to adhere to like real professional uh, businesses. So this is, this is just huge. I started with a promotion, but the collective it, it, it's all Amanda. She's in, uh, like I said, she's in California and she's been doing, she's been so diligent about contacting other people. And I, I mean, I've been passing names of people that have been very outspoken on Twitter 
And I'm like, you know what? She's very outspoken on Twitter. I think she would be a great leader in doing the footwork, you know, and this other person and just like, you know, just passing the word, maybe they're interested or maybe they're not. But I think if we are able to make statements on our platforms, we're we'll also be able to make statements in person and really, really, really do the, 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 the grass, grassroots work, which is the most difficult part of everything, you know, because you have to convince and you have to tell people that it's going to be okay. It's going to be discomfort at the beginning, but change needs to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I want to go back to something that you said, and I just want to make sure I get this clear here because it's very easy to fall into the trappings of men and women. Uh, but we have a whole LGBTQ plus community out there. We have non-binary folks and what have you. So I, I want to ask you this directly. Will Mission Pro Wrestling, this, this promotion that's going to be completely operated by women and be a, a, a safe space, will you have transgender wrestlers is this going to be a safe space for all of the LGBTQ plus community as well? Absolutely. We're inclusive just because uh, we want to have other staff and, and, and uh, talent to be females doesn't mean that we won't, you know, hire uh, transgender gay, you know, and other men, because I mean, right now, honestly, it's been, it's been a little difficult to find um, people that are trained and they're um, able to do, a wrestling show because doing a wrestling show is different than just putting another regular show, you know. And like I'm talking about how how to record, how to take pictures, the lighting, everything. It's so much different uh, than than your typical taping or, or your regular shows because of the movement and sports and everything. So that so a lot of my peers, males, have come up and be like, "Hey, uh, Thunder, we are super excited about what you're doing. We want to help you as much as we can. Just let us know what to do." And and honestly, we'll be like, "You need to train a girl." ASAP, somebody you trust, a student, and, and just train her how to edit, train her how to like record, do this, and then help us out also by guiding me what, what classes do I need to take, what are the things that I need to do, or what are the things that I need to tell the people that are going to be working with me so we can become um, educated and, and, and uh, proficient on what we're trying to do. Again, we're, we're trying to be self-sufficient, so we're not spending thousands of dollars on production and editing and all that stuff. Because, again, we, yes, we would like to make money on, on selling tickets and merchandise and everything else. But we also want to give opportunities that not anywhere, nowhere else of these women can, can get. I mean, I've been so blessed the last six years that I've been able to network with people from Europe, from Japan, from Mexico, from you name it, Canada, you know. I mean, what can you say maybe in the future we can, you know, do something with another promotion in another country and one or two girls from our promotion that had been working with us, you know, like developmental kind of thing. They can go somewhere else. You never know. It's just like the world is our playground and the more support we get and, and the more we develop this more blessings for me, for my family, for everybody that is working. will come, will come. Believe me that I always believe in that, but there's a will, there's a way and it will happen. I, it's not about, Again, it's not about, hey, pay me $50 for this um, tryout and you maybe go somewhere or maybe give you a spot. We ain't going to try to do that. I mean, if it's going to be like that, might as well open a school and start training girls, you know, and guys. But um, I really do want to empower other women to become business, business women because this is a business. You know, you can make a living by wrestling. 
You know, I've been so blessed for the last four years. I have not had to work a regular nine to five job. I'm talking about to my friends now about investing money, about buying a house, about, you know, maybe taking other classes that is going to help me to build my, my, my brand even bigger. I trademark, trademark my name. Like you, people think that wrestling is just in the ring. It's more than being in the ring. And this is the mentality that we're trying to, to like ingrain in the new generations because that's what's going to empower them. That's going to have, that's when, when they go to the big leagues, they're not going to get eaten by the big companies and they're going to be like, you know what? No, this is what I deserve. This is my contract. Let me talk to my lawyer. You're not going to do me like that because I want to be branded WWE or AEW. No, they're going to know what they're worth. And that's a problem that we had. So many people are working and they're like so unhappy working in the big companies because they're not making what they need to make. They're just sitting down there struggling with money. It shouldn't be that way. You know, there's something about freedom. There's something about being someone who is fearless and not afraid to just speak truth to power. And when you, when you are free and when you know you are free and you know your worth, then you talk that talk. And Thunder Rosa, you absolutely, you walk the walk and you talk the talk. And that's what I really appreciate about you. I want to ask you a question about another aspect of the business and something mm -hmm. that I know Mission Pro Wrestling is really have been taken seriously and is going to continue to do so. Custom matches and, and you know, first of all, can you define what custom matches are? If somebody were to ask you for just a, a brief definition, what is a custom match? It's a private shoot and uh, customers will request certain matches that they're interested in having and they purchase them. They pay at certain price depending on the time, what kind of match they want, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I worked in many different companies doing many different types of um, custom matches. I told Brian, this is a project that I had for, I don't know, three years now, since, three, the, since the beginning. Like my whole thing, I wanted to run that. But I wasn't ready. I was too lazy, you know. Um, it's always like something, right? You make excuses. And COVID came and I was like, I got no excuses. I got to make it happen, right? So uh, I'm really blessed, like I said, my team, uh, really blessed to work with really smart, in intelligent people that help me with, in the things that I have shortcomings, like creating a website. I talked about it and we just did our first shoot uh, two weeks ago, which was very successful, actually. Uh, we didn't have, we didn't have like that many, but with the matches that we had, they were great. They were, they were all pro, pro style matches. The ladies were asked 50,000 times before we said yes to, to the scripts. Um, again, um, our customers know, and we have it on our, on our thing, that we're not using any, uh, nobody that is under the age of 18. And also there is no, absolutely no nudity or none of like inappropriate things to be asked uh, in, in the match. Uh, in terms of like our, our, our girls or our talent feeling comfortable on doing certain moves or whatever. We always ask them their, their first because we want to make sure they feel comfortable, that they feel safe. And we also want to make sure they come back and work for us, right? We, we take care of them. And um, so, yeah, so we have our first, first shoot. And, and uh, all the customers were really respectful. I mean, they know who I am. And, and I honestly, like, when I didn't like that, I was like, give me your number so I'm going to call you. Like, that's how serious I take this. If I don't like something, I'll be like, hey, man, you know what? I, I, I don't think it's going to fly. So that's how serious I take it. Just make sure that there's no miscommunication. And uh, like I said, we're very professional. We, the turnaround was really fast. And our customers give us great feedback for our first shoot. And we want to keep doing it. Again, this is another way, another avenue where a lot of the girls, young girls, green girls, uh, veterans, are able to make a living. 
and it's not necessarily being in front of a crowd. And right now with the COVID, a lot of the big companies are doing the same thing. They're wrestling in, in front of cameras. The same thing. It's just a, a fan or a customer creates a, a script and that's how the script goes. It's pretty much the same thing. We're planning to do more shoots in the next couple of months. And, and the, the girls were actually really happy. I, like, I mean, a lot of the girls haven't wrestled in like three, four months. And this is the first time that they got in the ring. And they make a little extra money. And some of them were actually making a little bit more money than what they regularly do in the indies, which is really sad, but it's the truth. So just to recap there, folks, I mean, come on. You, you, you've played the video games. You, you've talked to your friends, and you've always envisioned these, these uh, matches, these dream matches that you want to see. Imagine if you were the booker, essentially, right, where you have a, a list of wrestlers that you can choose from. And you can decide what type of match they have, you know, within reason. And by all means, you know, you, you pay a fee and you literally can watch your dream match come to life. And uh, it's a safe and ethical way of delivering custom matches. So this is the most important piece of this puzzle here. And really, Thunder Rosa and, and Brian, this is why I'm so interested in what you're doing here, because I've done my research on the both of you. You know, forget about just our own personal conversations and me watching the way that you conduct business. I've spoken to countless people about the two of you for a number of years, and the same message keeps coming back. You, you folks are good business. You folks are good folks. You're not taking advantage of people. You're not a bunch of creeps. I mean, legitimately, you're ethical folks who are just running a good business. So to be able to have this, this custom match portion of your business where people can really get dream matches it's just so awesome and like you said you know you just put out a set two weeks ago you know thunder you were in there with some mass man and, and you know you were going at it what have you and it was just it's pretty cool to see so folks i definitely encourage you to check out mission pro wrestling in general but absolutely check out their custom match section because this is an opportunity for you to support some of your favorite wrestlers and also be in the driver's seat. You can be the booker within reason, but you can be the booker and, and, and watch a cool match that you personally came up with. You know, the most important part again is uh, having for us, having the custom part of mission pro that help us also to bring more talent, you know, bring maybe bigger, bigger names, you know, professional wrestling and, and, and running shows are very expensive. And when we book people, we're very honest and be like, this is what we can offer. And, and this is it. We don't want to, you know, I've been in that position, you know, and sometimes people don't book me because my fee's a little high. And I understand that, you know, but when I was and at the level of like when I was in my first, second year, uh, I mean, I will take less than what I asked because I wanted to be there, you know, and uh, I want to make a difference. Um, like I said, I'm never, I wouldn't never ask anybody to take a, a massive pay cut. If I can't afford them, I will just be like, I'm sorry, I can't afford you. You know, it's not that I'm being cheap. It's just I can't, you know, and that's why we want to make sure that when we have Mission Pro, like the uh, women's submission Pro, we, that's a, the, the, the custom part, that really will help us to, like, make this business bigger, which is always ultimately what Brian and I, when we opened Sabotage, we wanted to do, you know. At the end of the day, this is a business, and we want to open doors for many, many women from all over the country because that's the only way we're all going to get better if we work with different people. You know, especially with our local talent, which is the one that we want to like 
work really work closely with because that's what we did in sabotage and some of these ladies went to many different places and they were condecorated and and and, and some of them are signed and you know and and they remember like and they put us over because they remember that we you know we drove them we we trained with them we you know if we knew somebody that can help them like we hooked them up with that this is the it's a sisterhood man i always believe in sisterhood always 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 this is just my mentality from you know coming from uh, the background that i come from you know for studying in uc berkeley uh, organizing um walkouts with my husband you know and and working for our community i know that wrestling business is a different type of community but if there's no unity within us women our gay ladies our gay men and, and our transgender like we're gonna keep doing the same thing that we're doing for a hundred of years you know which is we're like secondhand citizens we're like the, the special attractions match, the five-minute match, the bras and panties, which is nothing wrong. I mean, if you want to do it, go ahead, you know, but it's like, really? I mean, think about it. There's still a lot of big promotions. There's only one women, women's match. Like, seriously, it's 2020. 2020. You can pay a guy $600, but you can't pay a girl that is just as talented as that guy $200 and a flight. And she probably sleeping on somebody's floor because I've done it. After Lucha Underground, I'm going to be completely, completely honest, man. After Lucha Underground, sleeping in a five-star hotel in downtown LA. I wanted to keep working because, you know, there was no work. After Lucha Underground, um, we taped, there was no work. So I had to sleep on my... Tia's and Tio's gear make, with the gear makers in LA and East LA on the floor because I needed to work with Holly Dad. Or we had to sleep on, on, on her car in a rest stop and take $200 because I, they were not going to pay my fee. I did it for so long because I want to make a name for myself and I don't regret it, you know? Because when you're so hungry, you, you do what you need to do. And I'm telling you, I, I will take care of my girls as much as I can, you know? And Roman is going to do the same thing. Because after they work with us, they feel like they're family. Ask, ask anybody, especially the ladies here in Texas, they can tell you, like, Brian and I are like Mama and Papa, Papa Cervantes. We cook for them. Like, we try to put them in, like, in hotels together. Like, uh, you know, when we came to Texas the first time, we drove all the girls in one car. It was, like, seven of us. And went van, and we had so many adventures in there. But it was because all of them believe in the vision that we had. If they didn't, they would have never drove with us, or sacrifice money, sacrifice many things, because they didn't believe in what we we're trying to do. And it paid off, you know. And that's the reason why we believe that this is gonna work, because it's different. Because we're challenging the status quo of professional wrestling. Yes, the women evolution. When is the other show for the women's evolution? Please, can you tell me? It's been two years. There's 60 women or 70 women on the NXT. I don't see another show, all women's show. Where is it? Why is nobody saying anything? AEW, where is the talent? Where Where is our show where the women are being highlighted? Come on, can somebody please tell me? And if I'm going to get heated about this, I don't care anymore. It is 2020. We are not silent anymore. Somebody please explain to me why do we continue to be treated the way that we're treated? And then I'm, I'm not talking about being sexualized. That's another thing. I'm talking about being treated as professional wrestlers, period. With the respect that we deserve. 
oh, we should be thankful that Shimmer, Shine, and Stardom are running and on uh, Wrestle WrestleCon. You should be ashamed of yourself because there's for many, many decades, not years, decades, women's wrestling was put on the back burner. We need more spaces. There, there's so many girls, and I've been myself included, been sitting on the benches watching the older girls work because there's not enough spaces for us. And that's heartbreaking. I remember Holiday and I, it was, where was it? It was in Florida. I was only booked in one show, and it was by luck. I don't remember why. Uh, yeah, Josie gave me the opportunity. That was my first WrestleCon that I, I wrestled, and that was the opening match. And everybody was like, why are you on, like, only on one show? And I just looked at them and I said, if I knew men, I will tell you. I don't know. I'm not popular enough, I guess. We need to have more spaces for women, man. There's, like, so many, like, up-and-comers right now. Invest on us. If you treat if you treat your your women with respect and and you and you train them well, believe me, they will stay. If they believe in professional wrestling, they will stay for years, and they will make a difference. I remember I wanted to quit so bad one time, and my coach, one of my original coaches, pulled me aside and he was like, "Melissa, you're not gonna quit." And I'm like, "No, I'm quitting. I'm like, screw this. Like, I'm done. You know, this is BS. Like, because again." From the beginning, I felt like I was kind of like outcasted. I always felt like an outcast, like an outsider. Don't ask me why, but I always feel that way. He looked at me straight in the eye and, and you know, shut your mouth, clean your tears, and get back in the ring. And I don't regret the fact that I cleaned my tears and got back in the ring. You know, if you have people that believe in, in, in you and don't give up on you, believe me, you're going to create absolutely great talent. Thunder Rosa is pouring her heart out right now, folks. And she's letting you know what's motivated her, what's driven her to be one of the biggest names in pro wrestling today. So we need to do our part now. So Thunder Rosa, please let everybody know how can we support Mission Pro Wrestling? How can we support the Thunder Rosa brand? How can we support all of the folks that you're going to continue to help and yeah, drive so this stuff? First of all, I will say, if, you, if we're asking for for spaces for, for women. And you know the women that, you know, it's in your area and there is women's shows. Go and support those shows. Go and see the women. Buy their merchandise. That's how we make our money, you know? I've, seen, I've been in so many wonderful locker rooms with just women's shows, you know, that have been run in other states. And there's only five or six, between five and ten people watching the show and some of the matches were incredible it's heartbreaking that we don't get the support as professional wrestlers that breaks my heart i've seen it so many times um but that's one go and support live if you don't feel comfortable buy the paper if there's a pay-per-view buy it you know that's another way that, that the promotions are making money especially right now with with the COVID. um the second way that you can support us is go on missionprowrestling.net. We just are, we just uploaded our six first matches of our customs. You can purchase those. The description will come pretty soon. We're still building it. Next week when we announce when we're running our show, we'll be having our tickets for pre-sale. The show will be outside just to make sure that everybody stays safe and all the rules will come up too because we want to make sure everybody's safety and health is first. Um, and uh, third of all, we are working with a very talented woman that I love from Austin, Texas. She is an amazing graphic designer. She's going to be working on our, on our designs for our merchandise. 
for Mission Pro and it's going to be so amazing and everything is going to be done on pre-sale uh, and all this money that we are going to make from our, our um, merchandise will be used to purchase our uh, equipment because again, we don't have sponsors, we don't have anything yet and we want to make sure, like I said, we become self-sufficient and we don't owe money to anybody because <laughs> it's important, it's a business, right? So as soon as we get that information, we're going to blast it everywhere and we definitely need all your support about buying the stuff. We will be shipping it to your house. If you can come to the show in Texas, you can still buy the merchandise. And if you have any suggestions of things that you would like to see or um, women that you'd like to see on the show and you'd like to sponsor them, we're more than welcome for you to sponsor them uh, so they can have an opportunity to come here in Texas and work not only in a show, but maybe in other shows here in, in, in this beautiful state of Texas. Um, but yeah, go to missionprowrestling.net. All our social media is, is uh, connected to our website. And also, if you want to support the Thunder Rosa brand, trademark, TM, <laughs> you can go on thunderrosa.net. And all my merchandise is there. My calendar is there. As far as a calendar of events, uh, I sold out my calendar. I have t-shirts, uh, pins, all kinds of stuff. I'm getting new masks made because, you know, a lot of states are now, it's mandatory to wear masks. So I know you guys need masks. Um, and other than that, just like, again, keep, keep being positive, guys. If you see, like, any laws or anything like that that are being put on the ballot that have to do with, you know, equality and everything, read it, inform yourself. Make sure you go vote and, and, and just make that change that is, is needed in, in every aspect in our society. But as far as Mission Pro Wrestling goes, yeah, if we have another shoot for costumes, get with your friends. We have cr uh, crowdfunded. If you can pay the whole amount, you can pay a certain amount, and then you can get those matches uh, done for y'all. And, and you guys are the first people that get them. So um, there's ways that you can still support us and, and support our, 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 uh, our talent. Before I let you folks go, uh, hopefully, is, is Brian still in the room there? He's been here. Yeah, I'm here. Good, good. Brian, I got one last question for you. How proud are you of this incredible wife of yours? You're going to make me cry. I hate you. <laughs> you know, I've had many um, instances where she wanted to quit and so she many. wanted to, to, you know, give up on MMA or wrestling. And, you know, I've always had her back 100%, no matter what anyone ever says about her or tries to break her down. Because, you know, you always have somebody always trying to undercut you or bring you down and always have to keep her focused on the, the the main agenda, you know. It's like make it in the business. It's not about make it in a big company, but just make it on your own. Yeah, like, like that's what I was telling you. When nobody gave me a chance, guess what? Brian and I, we find a way and we make those opportunities to happen for us. You know, I'm not going to stop. Until I, it's, there's nothing else for me to do. Like, seriously, like, I've said this many times, but I was put in this, in this world, not only to, to like be successful and everything, but to make a difference in people's lives. That's what I'm here for. And I'm working so hard every single day as a woman, as a person, as a mother, as a, uh, as a, a wife to do that, you know, and there's days that are not very good and there's days that are great, but I cannot give up. That's how I decide to live my life. And that's what my legacy is going to be. And that's what our legacy as, as, as a family that believe in other people is going to be. Folks, I have a feeling that for years to come, we're going to be coming back to this incredible interview with Thunder Rosa and, and her husband, Brian Cervantes. And uh, 
a lot of the things that were discussed here, you know, we'll, we'll be talking about this for a long time. I mean, wow. Aside from the fact that they've created an all-women's run-operated promotion, just the fact, you know, Thunder Rosa talking about her personal experiences and things that she's seen her peers go through and really calling out the industry to do more and to do better and to clean up this industry, make it better for everybody else, uh, not only for the wrestlers, but for the fans and the next generation. Just really powerful stuff there. You know, and, and on the heels of this speaking out hashtag on, on Twitter and Facebook and all the personal antidotes and stories that are coming out from just everybody, it's just... The wrestling industry is going to change, and it's going to change for the better, just like society is. Enough is enough. The abuse, the sexism, all of that stuff, it needs to end. The racism, all of it, has no place. So, I appreciate Thunder Rosa, I appreciate her husband, Brian, and everybody who's spoken out. You know, all the fans as well, let's let's make sure we're supporting our, our heroes here the right way and not contributing in a negative way that's for sure it was heavy stuff folks it's really heavy stuff and and you know something i don't want to take away from what was just said in any way so i think i'm going to just let it rest there you know go back and dissect you're probably gonna have to listen to that interview a few times because there was just so much information that was put in there such great stuff i mean historical if you ever wanted to know about Thunder Rosa's journey, there it is. If you ever wanted to know about Mission Pro Wrestling and, and why it has evolved into what it is and what it's going to continue to be, there it is. If you're looking for a safe and ethical customs organization to support where you can you know get your customs matches, well, there it is. So, again, we're going to leave it there and... Just continue to dissect it because there's a lot there. Wow. You know, folks, over the next couple of weeks, I'm going to have guests who are going to be sharing some very personal stuff. We do have sexual assault survivors who are in the wrestling industry. Uh, there's one wrestler in particular, and it's actually it's a it's a guy. And he's going to share a story about being sexually assaulted by someone who he should have been able to trust as a child some of this stuff may be triggering folks so I'm just giving you a heads up but these are conversations that really need to be had information that needs to be shared and, and you know hopefully it empowers and helps somebody if it, if it can help anybody then it's worth it so next couple of weeks folks we're going to be taking a journey here and, and we're going to find solutions right so Check us out on Facebook, on Twitter, YouTube, all the different podcast apps and what have you. At Duke Loves Wrestling, R-A-S-S-L-I-N. Once again, thank you, Thunder Rosa. Thank you, Brian Cervantes, her husband, loving husband. And thank you, listeners. Really appreciate you. That's right. Until next week, take it away, Tony Schiavone. Mr. Tony Schiavone, and we're desperately out of time on Duke Love Wrestling.